doing? Where is everybody? It's like a... Do they, are they sleeping in? They forget about the time change? As if it was told to me, like, I didn't make a big deal about it this year. So people are all going to come in at about 12.05, right as we're leaving. That's all right. That's all right. Well, it's good to be together. Um, welcome, everyone, to 7th Street Christian Church. Um, a handful of announcements and things to, to pay attention to. One, thank you so much to Pam. Um, she was already going to play some preludes and some songs for us today, but Martha has the flu, and she was hoping, she started not feeling well, I think Tuesday or Wednesday, and she was hoping to, to feel better, but it just was not happening. And so thank you so much, Pam, for filling in and sharing beautiful, beautiful music, and there's more to come, so thank you, appreciate it. Um... I have pretty much gone nonstop since about Wednesday morning, um, and so uh, lots of information to share. One, as you may have heard, um, Dick Cole passed away Wednesday morning at about 7.15, um, and services for him will be held March 16th at 10.30, so that is this coming Saturday, March 16th at 10.30 here at 7th Street Christian Church, um, and I hope that uh, you can make it if you can. Um, I know that some of you may not know Mr. Cole if you're somewhat new to the community. Um, he sat right back there, um, and he hasn't been able to worship with us in a, a handful of months um, because of just frailty, but, um, but it is important to, to grieve together um, as a community, whether we knew Mr. Cole or not. So if you're able to, to come, please do so. There'll be a small reception following, um, and thank you to, uh, oh gosh, I don't even want to leave anyone out, but Mary Rose and Betty and Olivet and Joyce and probably others who are stepping in to help support um, that reception. Thank you very, very much. Um, Look in your bulletin, there's a whole write-up about leadership that maybe you feel you're called to for 2020, um, as well as additional information about the Cawthorn Fund. We are highlighting the Cawthorn Fund every Sunday in midweek um, as we move toward March 31st, um, which is going to be a really special fifth Sunday celebration. So um, all the... the, the organizations, the five organizations that may be receiving money from um, the Cawthorn Fund will be present with us in worship so we can hear about their efforts uh, in the community. And so it's going to be a really special uh, Sunday worship on March 31st. Not that other Sundays are not, but it's going to be a bit different. So I um, want to bring your attention to that and um, keep updated on, on what's happening with the uh, with these organizations. Um, also, this is the first Sunday of Lent, and I'll be sharing more about that in my sermon, but I do want to bring your attention to an insert in your bulletin called Cultivating and Letting Go. Um, Jamie Babzak and I um, uh, have been working on um, a theme for Lent and with, alongside the worship committee. And so this is our theme for the next six weeks, moving all the way to Easter. And so each week will be this bulletin insert with various reflection questions from the text that um, I'll be preaching on, as well as maybe additional text. It is simply um, a tool. Maybe you want to jot down notes of you know, maybe it coincides with my sermon and you want to jot something down, or maybe you want to use it as a study guide for the week, as a devotional, and so you're invited to do that. So, um, anyway, I just wanted to point that out. So that will be, this will be different every single week. There'll be an insert that you can, you know, take home with you and, and, and continue in, and study and worship for the week. So, um, those are way more announcements than I need, but I'm going to invite Jamie up to share another announcement. Thanks. 
Oh, okay. Good idea. Good morning. Good morning. So, if you ever see this cart around in the narthex, um, out in the hallway, in the sanctuary, um, we want you to know what it's all about. Um, several youth, as well as adults um, from 7th Street, are gearing up for an intergenerational mission trip um, up north in Bath, Maine. So that's like even further north from where I come from in Pennsylvania, really far. Um, and so the culture is much different. The seasons are much different. It's quite cold there uh, right now, even if you think it's cold here. It is colder there. Um, so we're getting ready to go and to work with community housing projects up in Bath, Maine this July. It will be warmer, I promise, for those of you going. Um, but to be able to do that, to travel all the way up to Bath, Maine, to buy resources that we need to work on these houses, to stay in a church there, we need your support, not only financially, also your prayerful support, your support in preparation, um, packing, all of those things leading up to the trip. Um, but one way we're asking for your support is financially. And so we are going to be working on building a model home here at 7th Street Christian Church um, out of nothing more than Legos. Um, and so you have an opportunity to purchase part of your home part of our home, um, write your name on a Lego, and add it to our home as we continue to construct this here at church. Um, and so one of the Lego pieces is a certain price, that's $30. And if, if you would like to invest in another way, and maybe building a brick of the home is not, a, is not something that you're interested in, we need to paint the home too, so you can purchase a paint can for a lesser cost. But not only do we need paint cans, but we also need paint brushes to be able to create this home, to paint it a nice color, so that's another cost. Um, and then to be able to put everything together nice and tight, we need the nuts and bolts um, to help us build this home. So you can also purchase nuts and bolts to contribute to our house. You'll add your name to those pieces and tape them onto our house so that we know that your love, your support, um, your membership in our mission team is vitally important. And so you travel with us even if you don't go physically. Um, and so all of the information um, has come out in your March newsletter. Um, it is also here on our cart to take a look at, and it will be a bulletin insert in the coming weeks to learn more about our project. Ex in exchange for your investment in our house here, um, you will be receiving updates from our mission team as we travel. You'll get a photo update, you'll get um, a thank you card, and you will even have a seat reservation at our returning from the mission trip luncheon where we'll show a slideshow of pictures um, and have a really nice time remembering and celebrating our mission together here at 7th Street. So if you have more questions, feel free to see myself um, after worship. You may see Alyssa also with the cart at some point, um, helping her raise funds. And as we continue to figure out who from our church will be going physically, um, we'll familiarize you with their, their faces as well. So thank you. All right, those young and young at heart forward for our gathering song. Come on up. Hey, Graham, do you want to come up for the song? Come on up. You can grab an instrument. I'm going to grab an egg. Oh, so sorry. So sorry, my friend. So this morning, Miss Pam is going to help us learn a new song. Friends in the congregation, it is not listed in your bulletin, um, but we are going to be singing Spirit of the Living God. It is found on page 259 of your hymnals. So if you'd turn there, friends, this is another new song, okay? 
So we're going to walk through it like we normally do. We're going to do a repeat after me of each line, okay? So I'd love for you to listen and to watch as I sing just the first line, and then we're going to repeat it all together, okay? Are we ready? All right, so the first line, it goes, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Okay, everybody now, ready? Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Okay, line two is really similar to line one. Ready? Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Now your turn. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Okay, these words are different. Ready? So for those of you that didn't get that, it goes, melt me, mold me, fill me, and use me, okay? Melt, mold, fill, use. Ready? Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me. And then we have a familiar line again. Ready? Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Do we think we can try it all together now? I invite you to stand in body or in spirit and join in song. Ready? Okay. Spirit of the Melt me. Melt me. Mold me. Fill me. Use me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Amen. Thank you. We cultivate the earth. We cultivate safe space. We cultivate worship. When we come together, our hearts are In this worship, may we be honest and present. May we be faithful and gracious. For the God of the soil, who is the God of our hearts, is near.
please join me in the prayer of confession. God, we are works in progress. In spaces where we could cultivate belonging, we build up walls. In spaces where we could cultivate compassion, we insist on perfect and ourselves to achieve the impossible. In spaces where we could let go of anger, we keep score like it's our job and insist on an eye for an eye justice. So today we pray, remind us of how to cultivate hope, love, and justice. Remind us of how to let go of fear, perfection, and hatred. Forgive us, guide us, heal us. Gratefully we pray. Amen. The peace of God. Please offer the peace to one another. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Dear ones, God is at work in us and with us. God is our clothing in which love enwraps us, holds us, and encloses us because of God's tender love, so that God may never leave us. We are protected safely in love, in woe as in well. By the goddess goodness of God, God urges us, keep the word near you, even on your lips and in your heart. This word is your salvation. As we worship today with the word on our lips and in our hearts, experience the salvation of God for all manner of things in our lives. In the promise, presence, and power of God for all manner of things, amen. At peace with God, let us now offer the peace of Christ to one another. You may be seated. I'd like to invite those young and young at heart to come forward and join me by the steps. You may have a seat. Thank you for joining me. I just have a bucket that I bring along with me to church sometimes. Yes, with dirt in it, exactly. So, Last week during Wandering Through Worship, we talked a little bit about what season it is. Does anybody remember what season it is? Jensen? It's almost, yeah, it is almost spring. It is March, where that's the month we're in. Perfect. Ellie? It is Lent. Exactly. Thank you. It's the season of Lent in our church. And so, during the season of Lent, for a few weeks, 
we are going to have something we're going to call a Lent and Learning Moment. And so each week, we're going to invite all of us to come forward and just have a few minutes together to learn about something. Okay, deal? It, it's, does it stink? It is. It's, it's some dirt here. So if I told you I wanted to go outside and plant a garden just outside the church, what steps would we need to take to plant a garden outside? Yeah, Ellie? Yes, so we're going to need dirt. We need sun, water. We need some space. We have to have good air. Yes, those are all really good things to help us and seeds to prepare. Yes, exactly. Jensen, I know, we need seeds to grow things. Right, so we can't just go outside, snap our fingers, and say, here's a garden, right? That doesn't work. So we have to prepare. Can you say that with me? We have to prepare. Yeah, we have to prepare. We have to get ready. We have to get ready for the garden. Get ready, yeah. We have to take our time. We have to collect all of our supplies. We have to get we have to collect all of our supplies. So I want us to learn a word together this morning. Can you repeat after me? Cultivate. cultivate. One more time. Cultivate. cultivate. So cultivate is kind of a bigger word that we're going to be using in worship throughout Lent. It means to prepare. It means to get ready. And so as a way to learn about the word cultivate, I thought we would talk about what it takes to prepare for our garden. Exactly. Yep, sun, we need all of those things. And so when we, and air and water, and when we get ready to plant a seed, we can't just drop a seed on top of the soil and say, here you go, right? So sometimes we get our hands a little bit in the dirt. Exactly. We could plant it in this bucket. This bucket is just uh, to bring in some dirt inside and to keep it without getting it all over the floor. I know, Pastor Holly, I don't think she'd be very happy. So we would dig a little bit of a hole, put a seed down in there, cover it up, and this is all cultivating a good spot, a good environment for the seed to grow in. She might be, but that's okay. <laughs> Yeah, so, so the, reason that we're, the reason that we're talking about cultivating is that because during the season of Lent, we are getting ready, we are preparing for something else that is coming, okay? Because all the way at the end of Lent, Easter comes. And so we are waiting, we are getting prepared, we are cultivating time within ourselves. We are cultivating ourselves to reflect on God. Nope, not right now. Nope. So what word did we learn about this morning? Cultivate. And it means to prepare. Right? It's learning, we're learning about how to prepare ourselves for the coming season. Okay? So can you pr pray with me? Repeat after me. Dear God, thank you for the soil and the sun and the water and the seeds that you plant within us to grow and share hope, love, and peace with everyone around us. And all of God's children said, Amen.
You who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Because you have made the Lord your refuge, the Most High in your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, no scourge come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their lands they will bear you up foot, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder. The young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Those who love me I will deliver. I will protect those who know my name. When they call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. With long life, I will satisfy them and show them my salvation. Our second scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and on their hands they will bear you up so that you will not dash your foot against the stone. And Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. And when the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. The word of the Lord. The struggle is real. I did an informal query on social media this week about what precedes this phrase. The struggle is real. And I had all kinds of answers. Finding a pair of matching socks. The struggle is real. It's been 13 months since I went fishing. The struggle is real. A new huge dog that is loving but stubborn. The struggle is real. We're out of bourbon. The struggle is real. 
And the one more I realized this morning, springing forward. The struggle is real. <laughs> Funny, even real, but perhaps first world struggles. Some others shared their true reflections of their daily lives and the world we live in. Being in debt and living paycheck to paycheck. The struggle is real. Caring for my mom who lives with dementia. The struggle is real. Balance. Being a public school teacher. The empathy one feels towards those one serves and yet maintaining self-preservation. The struggle is real. And others shared struggles of faith and church. Dealing with intentional arrogance or ignorance, which includes bigotry. Finding a balance between caring and worrying and believing that God has our back. Being the church in an anti-Christ, alternative gospel, fake church culture. The struggle is real. We have real struggles. And the struggle was real for Jesus, too. As we are familiar with this text, Jesus has been led by the Spirit in the wilderness for 40 days, where he has had nothing to eat. He is famished. And by this time, Jesus' hunger meter has been fully activated. Jesus is vulnerable. And the one who meets Jesus in this vulnerable situation is the devil. These struggles are real. But these temptations are not garden variety, but targeted on this vulnerable Jesus as the Son of God. When we are in the midst of such struggles, it would be nice to snap our fingers and easily fix the struggle, would it not? You're out of bourbon? Snap, you got some. Monday mornings? Snap, it's Friday. Extra money to pay the bills? Snap, there it is. More hours in the day? Get all your stuff done. Away with the ridiculous and nonsense people? Poof, you're gone. It would be nice to find a shortcut. Bread for the masses? There it is. Power, prestige? Snap of the fingers. That's what Jesus could have done. But that's not what Jesus does. Instead, he chooses to live into who God calls him to be, and he chooses the long way. He chooses the hard way. The first Sunday of Lent always engages this particular temptation story. And the problem with Jesus' temptation story, and particularly during this liturgical timing with Lent, is that we quickly switch the focus from Jesus' struggles to our own. Lent has its history of suggesting that for the next 40 days, we should be 
about examining those things in our lives that tempt us and to give them up accordingly. And if we don't give up something for Lent, well, what kind of Christian are you? But beyond recognizing and acknowledging and noting that Jesus is Jesus and we are not, there is something we can draw from this story and wrestle with as we journey through Lent. Jesus authentically lives his authentic self in this story. He honors and lives out who God created and calls him to be. Jesus fully accepts his identity and lives fully into his vocation. And in doing so, he participates in God's glory. We don't have to be Jesus in order to do the same. In a world where we too often believe others have a better perspective on who we are than our own self, or when others seem quite eager to comment on who you need to be or should be, and because too often we live in systems of oppression that even we don't see, when we have become too scared of our own voice because we don't want to rock the boat or upset people or are taught that it's not appropriate manners, and so we hush our mouths and we keep complacent and we hide our true selves and our voice when we put our faith in others instead of God, until we forget who we are and who we are chosen to be and who God has called us to be, that seems to be a truth that is tested every single day. That struggle is real. What does it look like to stop doubting our identity as one claimed by God? What if we were to believe God's words? You are my beloved child in whom I am well pleased. As I've shared this Lent, we will explore the theme of cultivating and letting go. And each week through worship and study, we will consider what is called God cultivating in and through us, and what are we willing to let go of to allow that something new to grow. One of the kids said in Jamie's questions, what season is it? March. It is March. You also said, someone said spring. That's right. What if we were to remember that Lent actually means spring? Lent is short for lengthen. The days are getting longer, and the ground is softening, and it will be time to plant and spring forth new life. What if this season, this Lent, this spring, we remind ourselves that this is a time to wake ourselves up from the slumber of hiding who we are and begin cultivating who God is calling us to be. Let it be so.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Divine Spirit, we gather as a community of faith, supporting each other as we move on our soul's journeys, seeking to be part of your visible presence in this world. We gather to give thanks for our manifold blessings, those we recognize and those we fail to appreciate because we take them for granted. Help us become more aware of the bounteous goodness of our earth and take care of it, not exploit it. We ask your continued blessing on this community as we grow in faith, in caring for all of your people in places high and low, for we know we will meet you everywhere. Help us to love your world in all its manifestations, for it is there that you are to be found. Lead us in the paths that you would have us go, and help us travel in joy, sharing your love 
with the all as we go. We pray in the name of Jesus the Christ, the example of your love for the world. Amen. Beloved friends, God wishes to be seen and wishes to be sought. God wishes to be awaited and to be trusted. There are multitudes of individuals who long for God, who are seeking God but do not know where or how to search. May this church, this congregation, be a lamp to light the pathway for those who are seeking our offerings, financial and other, help us to shine our collective light brightly so that fellow seekers might find their way. Give that we might shine more brightly. Let us pray. O oh God, we offer these gifts, tithes and offerings, for the building of your beloved community on earth. Bless the gift and the givers. Bless all who offer time, talent, and treasure in your service. We offer in prayer and in your holy name. Amen. You may be seated.
we remember the story that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, this bread is like my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and blessed it and gave it to them and said, the wine in this cup is like the blood in my veins, poured out to give you new life. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, it is good to be here in your house to worship you and to go through the communion service. Thank you, God, for Jesus' sacrifice for our and the world's salvation. God bless this bread, the symbol of Jesus' body, and all who partake so that we can feel your presence in our hearts, minds, and souls as we travel on the path with you to eternity. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen. God, our Creator, we give thanks for the cup of salvation which Jesus shared with his disciples as he faced a time of agony and pain, yet trusted in you. As we face trials and temptations, may we also turn to you as he did and find ourselves supported by your love and guidance. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
the cup of love. Let us pray. Thank you, O God, for loving us and laboring with us. As we seek you and as we help others in their seeking, guide us in your wisdom and love that we may love ourselves as you love us and manifest this love in the world. We pray this in the name of Jesus who taught us to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. for our closing hymn as we stand and sing My Life Flows On found on page 619.
Christian, let us go forth following as the Holy Spirit leads. Know that angels will guard your heart and your soul and will bear you up, so that even in harm's way you will not be consumed. Friends, whether, whether in falling or in rising, we are ever protected in God's love. Even as we journey, we abide in the shelter of God's love. Go forth on your journey. Amen. Thank you.